Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi. And today's podcast is actually brought to you by a TikTok that I happened to see this morning. And again, I, I, I think it's metaphorically amazing uh, how we understand some principles. And again, if you can, again, like, you know, I was told years ago that, uh, you know, I think we, we've all heard it, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words and a metaphor is worth a thousand pictures. That last part isn't as widely uh, known and or spoken, uh, but I, I absolutely believe that to be true, is that if you can come up with a good metaphor, a good impactful metaphor, you, you can really, um, really drive some points home and really help a shared understanding of whatever concept uh, you're trying to get across, whatever conversation you are trying to have. And so... Um, what, what I wanted to do today, so, so this, yeah, this, this TikTok, and again, it, it just ends up being great. So much of the stuff that I do about leadership and so many of the conversations that I have, um, you know, there, there's, there's people who just flat out get it. You're like, yeah, Chachi, you're absolutely right. This is great. I love it. And then there, there are some people out there who just can't stand this. And a lot of this, and obviously, uh, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I am retired military and I spent 25 years uh, in the United States Air Force, uh, working with the Army, calling in airstrikes on the front lines, things of that nature. And, um, you know, <laughs> there's just there's so many people who just think that the military is, you just follow orders. Somebody tells you to do something, you do it. That's how leadership works. And still some of my very good friends who continue to serve still have that mindset. And there's a lot of leaders who are locked in that because that's the way military, you know, air quotes here, leadership has been for, for centuries, if not millennia. But it really has to evolve because we don't fight wars the same way. We don't have the same type of people. We have different communication. We have different technology. Right? All, all this has evolved and, and, and we, we just need to go with it. And so, so many, my, so many people that I know, I don't want to say there's a lot left, but still sadly a significant amount who just view this as kinder, gentler or this millennial approach to stuff. And if you've been listening to my podcast for, again, any amount of time, you know that I absolutely hate the millennial argument because I think millennials uh, are awesome. There's some bad things to them, but no no more so than any other generation that we have out there. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. Um, so so I, I, I don't even entertain that. But going back to the whole kinder, gentler, touchy-feely, that is not what I'm talking about. And the reason I say that is, again, brought to you by this TikTok, was this uh, this uh, wife and mother was sitting there talking about how she makes French fries for her kids. And so she has this potato uh, slicing apparatus, and it's oriented on her table. Like if she's facing the table, it's going across her, right, i.e. east to west, Right. And so she's sitting there, she puts the potato in, she pulls the lever down, she reaches across her body, pulls down on the lever, and it slices the, the potato. If you've gone through In and Out at all, uh, you know, or you've been to these great steakhouses or burger places where they make their own fries, you you've you've seen this apparatus, so you know how it works. So this lady is talking about she's been cutting the fries like this for about a decade. And so she she has this machine and it's you know right in front of her, oriented across her body. She pulls down awkwardly across her body to pull the, the this lever down. So finally her husband walks in and he just very matter-of-factly, I guess, states, Hey, you're doing it wrong. Like he didn't point it out here. She was just saying that the lesson that he'd learned, or the lesson she learned from him. And she's like, What? And he goes, just turn it 90 degrees. 
So she turns this thing 90 degrees to where now it's going north-south, i.e. it's facing her. And so the lever that she has to pull, she's now no longer pulling across her body. She's just pulling right in front of her. She's just using leverage to pull straight down, which is much more efficient, uh, a greater distribution of power. And she cuts these potatoes with much greater ease. And again, metaphorically, this is what I love about leadership training. This simple thing. She turned the machine 90 degrees, right? When she sets it up, because obviously you don't have a, you know, a fry maker or a potato slicer out 24-7. So when she sets it up, she has a choice. She can either set it up east-west or, as she just learned, she can set it up north-south where it's facing her. And so literally with zero change, minus this first time, right? Zero extra energy expenditure, she can identify that there's a better way to do things. Just better. What she did, moving this thing north-south, wasn't the kinder, gentler way. It wasn't the millennial way, right? It wasn't a touchy-feely way. It was just better. It was more efficient, less energy expended, And that's what people miss about leadership training. It doesn't matter, right, whether you believe it's touchy-feeling. It's because you have lost the capacity to evolve. If you can't see that there are better ways to lead people, that there are better ways to motivate people, that there are better ways to talk to people, better ways to engage with people, if you can't see that, you haven't evolved. And if you're automatically skeptical And going back to this, oh, it's kinder or gentler, just know that I absolutely hate you to my very core. If you can be that dismissive of a better understanding, of a better way to to work with people, and again, specifically in this case, with zero loss to you, like zero loss, no more time, no no more energy is spent. It's just different. You're going to do it anyway, so why not do it the most efficient way possible? That's what we're talking about. And that's what people miss. That's what I, I love about some of these conversations. That's what I love about this. Excuse me, about to cough. <coughs> Excuse me. This, this understanding of leadership and, and how it applies and how people can use this to move forward. So I have to ask you, can you, with an open mind, realize that you can learn some leadership thought that isn't kinder or gentler? It's just better. And again, be- better can take many forms. Whether you can see a greater amount of humanity in the people, whether you can understand that leadership, uh, I'm sorry, not leadership, but motivation is more than just internal motivation. And that was one of the the biggest lessons I learned in the U.S. military was that, you know, we talked about internal motivation and they're like, hey, we need to see some motivation on here. I want motivated people. Okay, that's really great for a lot of things, but that... That completely ignores the fact that that leadership and people in positions of power inside an organization have a lot to do to shape an individual's motivation at the same time. But we didn't talk about that in basic training. And that's what I love about some of these things. So, so, you know, I just love that 90 degrees, a simple 90 degree turn changed this lady's approach on how on something as simple and innocuous as just making fries for her family. It was just a little bit better. Now, the kicker here is that why did it take 10 years? Did the husband never watch? Does she always make the fries? Did he not learn how to do this? I mean, he could have spoke up sooner and saved her years of, you know, I'm I'm hesitant to say struggle, right? Because I don't think she was struggling to do this. But again, with just a simple piece of feedback, 
a simple critique. Again, not not judgment, because there is a difference between critique and judgment. A, a critique is, hey, you're doing that wrong, and judgment is, hey, you're doing that wrong because you're a moron. Right? Do we have the emotional intelligence to have a capacity to hear a critique and not automatically think of it as a judgment, right? But he could have said this. Why didn't he speak up? Or did he just truly not see this for 10 years, right? I mean, that's absolutely possible too. But we can do things smarter, better. We can engage in different ways. We can do these simple 90-degree turns to make life better for people. Do we have the emotional intelligence to make that happen? Man, anyway, so quick, quick podcast today. Uh, but I, again, you know, I, I find inspiration in all matters of things as this happens. And I'm getting ready to head up to uh, Seattle next week uh, to take on a quite different venture that hopefully I'll, I'll be able to talk about and share with you soon. But as always, I hope this finds you uh, healthy. I hope this finds you well. We'll catch you here next time on the Cape Lead Revolution. And this is Chacha reminding you to always educate, anticipate, and, and dominate. See you, everybody. Cheers.